What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 222 for a special Wednesday episode. It is September 30th, and we're 34 days from the presidential election. Obviously, last night was the first presidential debate, and uh, it sure was an interesting it one. It was chaos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's let's take a you know run through some of these moments here from last night. First off, off the top. I'm sure all of you listeners agree, but Chris Wallace put on an absolutely disgraceful display of liberal bias. Yeah, that I I think it was He's the worst Candy moderation. Crowley. Candy Crowley. I think it was worse than Candy Crowley. Yeah. I think that was the worst moderation job we've ever seen in a presidential debate. It was basically two versus one. It was yeah. the Wallace Biden ticket yeah. versus President Trump last yeah. night. As the night progressed. Wallace got worse and worse with turning into the debater against President Trump. Yeah. Um, and he also helped, uh, helped Joe Biden with uh, some of the questions. Oh, well, every time yeah. the president had Joe Biden yeah. on the ropes, yeah. he would step in to protect Joe. Yeah. It was so obvious. And, you know, honestly, it was so obvious. I think that actually works in our favor a little bit yeah. because it exposes just the corrupt – uh, media uh, elite and liberal alliance that's going on in this country. Um, and it's not solely on the liberal networks. It also exists at Fox News. We've talked about it a lot yeah. here, how, you know, News Corp's board has yeah. Paul Ryan on it. Ever the, since Roger Ailes. Yeah, I miss Roger Ailes, I'll tell you, you know, that. left, you know, it's, it's uh, I mean, God rest his soul. Yeah, it's been, uh, I but, mean. I mean, I'm just saying, ever since he's departed, literally. Yeah. I agree it's, with it's, that. It's gone downhill. We've had it's all this it's all this uh, lib shit. You got that? Let's mm-hmm. not let's not. I mean, I know this a lot has happened, but let's not forget. We can't say George Soros's name on the network anymore. Yeah, apparently. That you know that on on top of the other bullshit. So. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's concerning what's going on over there at Fox News. There's been a clear shift. It's certainly not the Fox News of 2016. That's for sure. Uh, Chris Wallace is is arguably the most liberal of all of them, and I can say that I was 100% wrong in placing my faith in him yesterday. I was hoping that he was going to show up and be fair. He had said before the debate, my goal was to be invisible. Well, clearly you failed. you're not invisible. You failed. And the the thing is, it wasn't his role to be stepping in so much like that. This is supposed to be a debate between the candidates, right? When you're getting a substantive back and forth between the candidates where – President Trump is clearly calling out Joe Biden's lies and radical left affiliations, and and then you have the moderators step in to protect him. I mean, what kind of confidence does that instill in just the system, right? Like, why is everybody trying to protect Joe Biden? I just don't get that. Just last night, where Wallace asked this biased question about about President Trump's health care plan, and I love how Trump fired back... Well, first of all, I guess I'm debating you, not him, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. It was so – it was – that that was really what was getting my blood pressure up through the night. You know, we were sitting in the office together. Yeah. You know, I was yelling yeah, at that it was, TV. It was I mean, what what more could Chris Wallace have done to protect Joe Biden than what he did? That was the ultimate – like, you know how uh, – what would you call it? The ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. He put him in front of those bullets coming from President Trump, and he didn't look back. And the one question that everybody wants to know the answer to is, Joe Biden, do you support packing the Supreme Court? Yeah, and he refused. 
refused to answer. Refused. He said, and, you know, that's going to be basically. It's like it's not my issue. It's an issue for the country, so I'm not going to like answer it or something like along those mm-hmm. lines. And like, no, it, this is an issue. We have a Supreme Court fight coming, like, like right happening now. right now. You have to answer the question. And the fact that Kamala doesn't want to answer the question either means that he does. Or. Or he knows it's a bad idea, but he doesn't want to further alienate his progressive base. Well, yeah. Which I think is – I think it's more the latter actually. And of course, he, he, no follow-up from Chris Wallace. None. Anything the president said all night, Chris Wallace was interrupting yes. him. But when Joe Biden said things that were clearly false – and Chris Wallace said things that were clearly yes. false. And we're going to get into that yes. in a second. But – it was just a double standard, and we should yeah. be used to this. You know, I don't know why I even go into these debates expecting no, no, no. fair moderation but anymore. It's always good to be reminded that these people are, you know, that the Democrat media complex exists. I mean, he's, I mean, the ratio was ridiculous. I believe Trump was interrupted seventy-seven times. Yep. By Wallace and Biden was interrupted. I think less than twenty. I mean, I think eighteen. It was, was seventy-six to fifteen. Okay, I was close. Yep. There you go. I was close. Seventy-six to fifteen. How is yeah. that fair? Yeah. How is that fair? Yeah. And then, you know, you have Joe Biden going and spouting all these lies. Yes. You had Chris Wallace himself repeat the very fine people on both sides lie about Charlottesville that's been debunked time after time after time after time. You have to read the transcript. If you read the transcript of that press conference, he says, I denounced them totally. Well, I'm paraphrasing. But yeah, Trump denounced them. And Trump said, finish the statement. Yeah. Okay, you yeah. want to say that part, but finish the statement yeah. because that's not the full thing Classic like you said. misinterpretation by the press there. Yep, and so not only did Wallace use that lie, but then never corrected Joe Biden's loose of that lie during the answer. I mean, it was just, it was one thing after another. Then you have Chris Wallace going on a tirade about critical race theory, which we've talked about before. Yeah. The critical yeah. race theory indoctrinations that are occurring not only in the federal government, which President Trump has put a stop to, thank God, yeah, but that's occurring in our schools. It occurred here in Fairfax County. Fairfax County paid $20,000 to some black racist radical, a black racist radical yeah. who hates white people to come in and give a speech about critical race theory to the kids of Fairfax County. That's use of our taxpayers, literally our taxpayer dollars here in Fairfax County. I have to pay the car tax on Friday, which is fucking theft, (laughs) and they use that money to indoctrinate the children of this county. And Chris Wallace says, oh, well, there's nothing wrong with critical race theory. You know, what's wrong with racial sensitivity training? Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Well, it's... You know, if I'm Stoke Carmichael here, I mean... No, I know. <laughs> it's, it was one thing after another last night. Chris Wallace helped Biden along during the section on climate change. Yeah. And first off... Well, why do we have a section on climate exactly. change? Exactly. Yeah, I Why agree. the yeah. fuck are we even talking yeah. about climate change? It's not in the top five issues, yeah. okay, when you had not a single question asked last night on foreign policy. Yeah. You know why? Okay. Because President Trump is bringing peace to the world in unprecedented manner. Yep. Three-time nominee for the Nobel Peace Prize. Brought peace to the Middle East. Yeah. Peace between Israel and the Balkan states. I mean, I don't know where the left gets their... Uh, well, if you watch MSNBC, you're certainly going to get this view. But, like, our reputation is in tatters business. It's not. Well, you know why Chris Wallace didn't bring it up? Because it doesn't fit Chris Wallace's love for endless war. That's true. 
He loves to send our young American troops overseas to die because that's his personal there policy is, yeah, view. There is a uh, yeah, there's definitely we all know there's definitely an industry complex regarding this. Yeah, the military industrial complex, yeah. which which they say doesn't exist. Yeah. But yeah. even General Eisenhower yeah. and President Eisenhower yeah. realized that it did. Yeah. So his farewell address, be wary of the yep. military industrial complex. Chris Wallace found time to ask about the bullshit tax return story, but we couldn't find time for a foreign policy question. Yeah. That's because Joe Biden is so, so weak on foreign policy. Yeah. His own defense secretary, Robert Gates, said there's not an instance in which Joe Biden hasn't been wrong on foreign policy in the past 40 years. He was against killing Osama bin Laden. He was against taking out ISIS in a very quick and swift fashion because, as we saw with President Trump, he came into office and it was done like that. Yeah. He was against killing Qasem Soleimani which we all know, the butcher of Iran. Yeah. So that's why. That's why. That's who we're going to entrust with our national security, folks. Yeah. I, I mean, it's really an embarrassment. Yeah. It's an embarrassment. Chris Wallace should be embarrassed, and even his colleagues at Fox said that, ooh, not so great. Yeah. And they treaded lightly because they yeah. know who the bosses are there, namely the fucking lefties who are running News Corp. Yeah. But It was not good. Greg Gutfeld tweeted, that was not good. When uh, Chris Wallace was laughing along with Joe Biden. Yeah. And actively encouraging Biden to interrupt President Trump. But when Trump interrupted, oh, no. Oh, God, no. Brian Kilmeade tweeted, why is Joe Biden allowed to interrupt? But President Trump is not. Laura Ingram tweeted the lesson. And she had the most forceful of all saying, you know, this is just a terrible job by Chris Wallace. He should be embarrassed. Yeah. And Biden was in a corner, right? And Chris Wallace bailed him out time after time after time. Every single time, right? Yeah, when, pretty much. <laughs> when President Trump had him cornered, who swooped into the rescue? Yeah. But we're Chris, moving on. That was, we're moving yeah. on. We're yep. moving on the thing. Yeah. Chris Biden Wallace. That's his yeah. new middle name. Yeah. Biden praised the Green New Deal at one point and then seconds later said he doesn't support it. Um, did he go on, did he check with his people who run his website? The website says it. The website yeah. says Biden supports the Green New Deal. Roll that clip. I mean, the Green New Deal the, and the, the idea of what, what the, your the environmental changes deal, will do. The Green New Deal will pay for itself as we move forward. We're not going to build plants that, in fact, are great polluting plants. But do you We're support the Green New Deal? Pardon me? You support that? No, I don't support the Green oh, New Deal. Oh, you don't? Oh, well, that's a big not, statement. I support that means you the, just the radical left. I, su okay. I support oh, the don't. Biden plan. It's just it's so transparent. I mean, it's ridiculous. So I mean, transparent. It's, it's, and you then had President Trump bring up Hunter Biden and the recent Senate report of fact showing he received a $3.5 million wire transfer from Elena Baterina, the wife of the former mayor of Moscow. And he also brought up the fact of Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company, which paid him for his uh, vast lack of energy expertise, <laughs> the Chinese billions that was funneled in. And you even had uh, John King this morning on CNN go, yeah, Hunter Biden is the definition of the swamp getting rich off of his family's power and name. Yeah. But for Chris Wallace, no, 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 no. Yeah. Not allowed. Yep. Can't say it. Not allowed. And, you know, it, the overall feeling that I got from this debate, I went through two phases last night. 
at, right after the debate when we were leaving the office, I was a little bit down on it. You know, I, I wouldn't say that President Trump for sure lost, but it wasn't a win when I think we needed a win. Yeah. But we're going to talk about the snap polls in a second, yeah. which indicate very differently, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look at this from the angle that this is a base election. Oh, Trump won hands down. Then Trump won. Yeah. Because Trump was aggressive. Yep. He riled up the base. He took on Biden when the media clearly, including Chris Wallace, is not allowed to do so, apparently. Yeah. yeah. And he got Joe Biden to— Will you shut up, man? Well, yeah, not only got him to snap, yeah. but he got him to denounce some of the leftist yeah. fantasy policies. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about that? I think, yeah, regarding the leftist fantasy policies and, you know, uh, absolutely agree. I do think a part of me was, you know, MAGA Matt was like, hell yeah, you know, kill, 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 mm -hmm. you know. But I think there were times where Trump could have probably let up a little bit because we need to get those applesauce moments. My mind is applesauce moments. Yeah. Now, the flip side of that is Chris Wallace preventing that from happening. But – you know, right. Well, it's hard to you know, but, it's hard for yeah. the president to stand there yeah. and, and be lied about. That's, and that's not, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like the, the the constant lies from both of them. Mm -hmm. You know, I I guess it warrants interruption and, and being aggressive because he's never going to get a word in otherwise. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really I, I, honestly. I I think Trump did what he had to do today. Uh, sorry, last night, mm -hmm. and he was obviously more prepared than he was in the 16 cycle. Yeah, 16 cycle. He was obviously winging it. But he came prepared. He had the, you know, the four. I've done more in forty-seven months than you've done in forty-seven years. Like that was a mm -hmm. rehearsed line. Yeah. Um, I think he was prepared. I think he showed that he was. He had a grasp of what was happening. Mm -hmm. He had a grasp of his agenda, of his priority items, of what he has accomplished mm -hmm. as president. I wish we could. I mean, it would have been a little more clearer if Chris Wallace kept his fucking mouth shut. Yeah, I know. But you know, the one thing I really was disappointed on was that he didn't really go after Joe for being all talk, no action, especially regarding his his consistent calling of, you know, calling it a day mm -hmm. before 10 a.m. for the past, you know, two weeks. I really thought that, you know, there could have been a nice line of, you know, he talks about doing this, that, and the other regarding us abroad, fighting COVID, creating jobs. Joe, how are you going to do that if you can't, you know, stay up past 10 a.m.? Right. If you can't, if you don't have the stamina past 10 a.m.? Mm -hmm. you know, so even now, you people wanted breaks. You wanted two breaks. You know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. to just I mean, now there's two more debates. He can still you know, slide that in, but I I think that would have been a very effective line, of you know you have a guy former VP, career politician, forty seven years, all this experience wants to do all these things that he thinks Trump is doing wrong, but yet he can't get past you know everyone's you know he can't get past breakfast time. Mm hmm. But we'll see what happens. I don't know. There might yeah. be there might be more ads on this. I don't know. They could be saving that in reserve. I don't know. It's possible. I it's mean, possible. thirty four fucking days until election day. It's getting a little tight for that type of blitz. But uh, I think that overall, last night the debate was not a needle mover. No, no, it, wasn't. Uh, it, it was, was not. universally kind of putting off yeah. the very small sliver of undecided yeah. voters. Although some C-SPAN callers loved it. 
That's true. That's Some true. C-SPAN callers like really ate it up. They said maybe Trump could have been uh, could have been a little more ordered in terms mm-hmm. of no, you know, the interruptions. But they they liked what they heard from the president. God bless those C-SPAN callers. Yeah, it's like it's like a, it's like, a, it's like a basically we're tapping into real America here. We can well, have right, people that's... from California. You have conservatives from California, New York, people from all over giving their opinions and how they really feel without the the, the woke mob coming after them. Because it's usually anonymous. Right. Storm from Oklahoma. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) Well, that's why when the debate was over at the office, I turned to that. Yeah. I don't want to listen to these fucking talking heads anymore. Oh, my God. Because, you know, CNN and MSNBC were just in a big old circle jerk. Yeah. Nicole Wallace on MSNBC, remember she was like basically like, Trump was prepared. What Mm -hmm. does that mean? Yeah. What the fuck do you do? What do you expect? this This is a presidential debate. You have to prepare. Mm-hmm. And President Trump showed up as a strong man, right? Yeah. It was – he was showing that he has the energy and he has the strength, right? Yeah. And there was a good point that I forget who it was. I forget if it was Karl Rove afterwards on Fox. It was like, you know, if you look at this debate tonight and you ask yourself, who do you want to be going in and negotiating with uh, Xi of China? Yeah. It wouldn't be old feeble Joe, you know, soft-spoken this, yeah, this, yeah, and that. Yeah. It would be Trump going in there bombastic yeah. saying, I'm fighting for these American jobs. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, that, that was Matt Gates, by the way. Oh, it was Matt Gaetz. Okay, Gaetz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, but no, I absolutely agree. I mean, like, you want someone who, I mean, we all. <laughs> Trump's a fighter. That's why we like him. Another one I liked was um, the one he hit, Trump hit early. Joe, we all know that the left's going to dominate you. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And he was, and yeah. Trump was getting dominated, yeah. or uh, uh, Biden was getting dominated all night by Trump. Yeah. I think if Chris Wallace wasn't. Defending Biden as he was, it would yeah. have been a bloodbath. Uh, he did mention two hundred million dying from COVID. Oh last yeah, he night did. Too. That Biden was a gap. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yep. th- I mean, there were. I think next time, still be aggressive, but allow Joe Just a slight dial down. Yeah, allow him. He's teetering on that 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 pit where all the 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 the, the, the knives and shit are in the uh, at the bottom. It's like a let, let him, him de- fall into that. Exactly. Let him impaled. destroy himself. Yeah. I agree with you on that. And yeah. I think his staff will tell Trump that yeah. and I think you're going to see a lot of that in the next debate on October 15th. Yeah. Also to keep in mind, the next debate on October 15th, the presidential one, there's the vice presidential next week on October 7th, 7th. which will be interesting and we'll yeah. do a lot of preview on that. Yeah. But the debate on the 15th, I believe is a town hall in Miami. Oh god. So it'll be questions from voters. From voters. We'll see if they're handpicked liberals. Oh. They probably will be. And the yeah, but, I don't trust that process. But the bigger thing is that that will be right as the SCOTUS hearings are wrapping up. That week's going to be 4 days of SCOTUS hearings capped with a presidential debate. Oh. That week is going to be insane. That week's so, nuts. you know, there's a lot to happen still here. I was talking to someone last night they said well, you know, I don't know that the true October surprise has even happened yet. Yeah. So you still have that hanging out Jeez. there. Oh, but, sorry. Good good jobs report today, by the way. You're talking about private payrolls? Private payrolls. Yes. 749,000. The government jobs report, the Department of Labor jobs report yeah. on Friday is going to blow the doors off. Yeah. You also have the GDP report, which comes out five days before the election, which is going to absolutely blow the doors off. Yeah. The Atlanta Fed keeps revising it up. We're talking 35% growth here. Woo! So, all right. But, you know, it wasn't all negative last night there were yeah. some very funny moments for president and, and that's what i think that trump should do next time too yeah is he should bring the humor out a little bit more because yeah. that's what people really like is when he cracks those wise jokes and he's yeah. funny remember when he told hillary he'd, yeah because you'd be in jail like that was one of his best yeah. moments right yeah he had a few of those last night uh one where president trump had to help joe biden count 
Let's roll that clip. Is it fair to say he blew it when, in when fact, COVID there was when there was record un low unemployment yeah. before COVID? Yeah, but, but because what he did, even before COVID, manufacturing went in the hole. Manufacturing went in the hole. Excuse number me, one. Chris. Wait. Number two. Chris. Number three. They said they, it would they, take. They, no, you were number two. No. <laughs> no, 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 Joe. You were on two. Remember? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then. Uh, President Trump poked fun at the size of Joe Biden's crowds, saying that even if it wasn't COVID, uh, nobody would show up. Roll that clip. <laughs> your different approaches has even affected the way that you have campaigned. Uh, President Trump, you're holding large rallies with crowds packed together, thousands of people. Outside. Outside, yes, sir. Agreed. Uh, Vice President Biden, you are holding much smaller uh, events with... nobody will show up. People with... <laughs> And then the, the fi finally, one of the funniest ones, which, you know, could be maybe taken by some people as being a little mean, but I think it was very accurate and it was a wisecrack and it was a good joke. Um, it, re it reminds me of something like, you know, an Italian from New York would say. Yeah. Uh, Don't ever use the word smart with me, Joe. <laughs> Roll that clip. February, and he didn't even tell you. He's on record as saying it. He panicked or he just looked at the stock market. One of the two, because guess what? A lot of people died and a lot more are going to die unless he gets a lot smarter, a lot quicker. So, Mr. President, did you use the word smart? Uh, so you said you went to Delaware State, but you forgot the name of your college. You didn't <laughs> go to so. Delaware State. You graduated either the lowest or almost the lowest in your class. Don't ever use the word smart with me. Don't ever use that word. Oh, give me a break. Because you know what? There's nothing smart about you, Joe. 47 years, you've done nothing. Let's have this debate. And if we'll you would have had, smart. let me just tell you something, Joe. So, yeah, I think you need more of that, President Trump. You yeah. know, maybe take the aggressiveness, just dial it down ever so well, slowly, uh, yeah. and let Joe destroy himself. Yeah. Like, for one point, I, I could see, I mean, I mean, Trump had the numbers, you know, right, right there, you know, yeah. in front of his face. Let Joe talk about the manufacturing aspect. Yeah. He immediately interrupted. Right, because it was a lie. Right, but allow Joe to like flesh all that out, and then have Trump come in and destroy it in like three sentences. Right, right. Yeah. So you know, yeah. President even, Trump yeah. landed his best blows yeah. when he let Joe finish his incoherent yeah. thoughts of yeah. word salad, and, and then came back and just demolished. Yeah. Him. So, now, if he wants to come at him with like you no know, uh, the whole white supremacist thing, of course, have at it. Like no holds barred. But when it yeah. comes to like debating, you know him fucking up the numbers and just telling lies about the economic record, allow him and then come back because you have a full t two minutes of Trump, you know, destroying Biden's lies on the economy will suffice. Right. I and I think I think a lot of this is uh, also the aggressiveness was based on pent up frustration. Yeah, because we have rallies. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but but just think of Trump's. Uh, rise to the presidency over the last five years, right? Yeah. From the first day he came down that golden escalator, yeah. it was nothing but nasty, vicious, personal attacks. A total lack of respect for this man. Once he was elected, they tried to take him down by a coup. When that didn't work, they tried to take him down with the bullshit impeachment. The media every single day is bashing Trump, bashing Trump, bashing Trump. And, you know... When you're a guy fighting that, it wears on you, right? Yeah. So I think it's just a little bit of frustration there that, you know, President Trump has done such a great job for this country and, and works endless, tiring days to improve the lives of Americans, never gets a cent of credit, 
and then has to go out there and listen to these two fools say, oh, you know, you're a racist, you're a liar, you're a bigot, you're a white supremacist, you know, and put out all these falsehoods about, you know, manufacturing going down and, you know, healthcare and this and that. So I think that that plays into it. Yeah. And I don't blame him. I'd be the same way. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same way on behalf of him, and I'm not him. <laughs> so, you know, and, and I think one of the strongest points was it's right at the beginning when they talked about the Supreme Court where President Trump basically said, you know, Joe, elections have consequences. The Republicans won the presidential election in 2016 yep. on, the, on a Supreme Court issue, right? Yep. The Republicans held the Senate majority in 2018 in the midterm elections, a blue wave year yep. in which we expanded the GOP's majority in the Senate based on the Kavanaugh debacle yeah. on the Supreme Court, right? Yeah. So the people elected us to do this job. And also um, he brought up a very good point from the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who from the grave is actually torching the Democrats' plans of either you know, blocking or packing the court, saying that— Well, let's listen to this clip. Oh, sure, yeah. 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 I'll tell you very simply, we won the election. Elections have consequences. We have the Senate. We have the White House. And we have a phenomenal nominee, respected by all, top, top academic, uh, good in every way, good in every way. In fact, uh, some of her biggest endorsers are very liberal people from Notre Dame and other places. So I think she's going to be fantastic. We have plenty of time. Uh, even if we did it after the election itself. I have a lot of time after the election, as you know. So, yeah, Ru- yeah. Ruth, she she yeah. believed the same thing, and she definitely was not in favor of packing no. the court, that's but for sure. She know, I mean, the, it's right there in black and white. The president is elected for four ter- four years. Yeah. Right? Yep. It doesn't mean in the fourth year he gets to, like, not, you know, nominate judges. Yeah. I, you know what I'm trying to say? I just so, love how they're all like, oh, it's so hypocritical. Well, no, because no. you didn't hold the Senate. No. And that's what Trump said. If you held the Senate when Merrick Garland was there, hell yeah, you would have pushed him through. Yeah. And if you were in our situation now, you'd be moving even faster. Exactly. I love I when he yeah, said that. I agree. Because that's the truth. And I think everybody knows that. Yep. Everybody knows that. I mean, uh, so this is politics, man. Things change. You know what I'm trying to say? Exactly. <laughs> and the rules and, change. And it's just a war. Yeah. Like, it's a knife fight in the streets. Yeah. and. The, you know, the, really the debate and the atmosphere in there last night was a manifestation of the last five years of politics in this country. The left chose the route that they wanted to go yes. against the president. Yes. Just just total vicious attack, nonstop, all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And so they're, we're going to fight back, yeah. right? That's that's the true difference yeah. in President Trump. We've mentioned that. Yeah. Mitt Romney's are gone. Yeah. Jeff Flicks are gone. The Paul Ryans are gone. Can you imagine Mitt Romney in that debate last night with Chris uh, Wallace? He would have been. It would have. It would have been bad. He would have been crying in the corner terrible. like a little bitch. It would have been the Rwandan genocide. Oh God! Matt's always got to take it to fourteen. Uh, but there's some other key policy issues that were in here last night that I think we need to talk about. So Biden doubled down on basically his promise to raise taxes on middle class earners, and yes. by repealing. The President's Tax Cuts and Job Act. Let's take a listen to that. That's why I'm going to eliminate the Trump tax cut. Okay, so that's yeah. indisputable. Yeah. Right? And and he says, oh, well, if you don't make over $400,000, your taxes aren't going to go. That's been debunked. Yeah. The Tax Policy Center says yeah. that's a lie. You can't. Then President Trump tells Biden, you know, you could have never handled COVID. Okay? You could have never done the job that we did. You don't have it in your blood. Roll that clip. 
The governors said I did a phenomenal job. Most of them said that. In <laughs> fact, people that would not be necessarily on my side said that. President Trump did a phenomenal job. We did. We got the gowns. We got the masks. We made the ventilators. You wouldn't have made ventilators. And now we're weeks away from a vaccine. We're doing therapeutics already. Fewer people are dying when they get sick. Far fewer people are dying. We've done a great job. The only thing I haven't done a good job, and that's because of the fake news. No matter what you say to them, they give you bad press on it. It's just fake news. They give you good press. They give me bad press because that's the way it is, unfortunately. But let me just tell you something. I don't care. I've gotten used to it. But I'll tell you, Joe, you could never have done the job that we did. You don't have it in your blood. You could have never done that job. And I think that's a valid point. Yeah. Because remember, there's no track record of him ever of this of, of Obama Biden ever, you know, tackling H1N1 properly. They got lucky on that. Yep. And he they brought that up, yeah. which I thought was a very yeah. good point. And Politico, of all places, wrote that up. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, um, and, and you know, he Biden was laughing, but it's true. You know, for Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom have no love for Trump politically. But when mm-hmm. it comes to a working relationship, Gavin Newsom has admitted it. Andrew Cuomo has admitted it. Phil Murphy. Phil Murphy has admitted it. Even though Cuomo and Murphy killed tens of thousands yeah. of seniors in oh, nursing yeah. homes. Yeah, even yeah. though they're murderers and have blood on their hands. Yeah. But like they admit that, you know, whenever we have requested for resources, we have got we have received it. Whenever we wanted to speak with the president on on certain aspects of of, of containment policy, he has been there or, yeah. or or another high ranking official speaking on behalf of him. What they said available. is we call and he answers. he answers. No matter what time of day. Yeah. Which can you say the same for Joe Biden? No, Joe Biden would be asleep. Except exactly. maybe late at night, like four, because he'll be getting up to pee. Yeah, you know, that old bladder. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the other big things that I think President Trump won the night on was the debate over law and order. Yes. Okay. And he, Joe Biden refused to say he wants law and order in this yeah. country. He yeah. wouldn't say it. No. He basically wouldn't mention law enforcement. And I thought a particularly poignant point was when Trump challenged him to name a single law enforcement group that has endorsed him. Let's listen to that clip. That's He's talking exactly, about defunding the that, police. That is not true. He doesn't have any would, law would you, support. Look, he has no law enforcement That's support. not true. Almost that's nothing. Not, that, look. Oh, really, who do you have? Name one group that supports you. Name one group that came out and supported you. Go look, ahead. Look, think. We have time. We don't have time to do no, anything. No, no. All right. All Name right, one folks, law enforcement folks. group. That came well, I out think, and I think, gentlemen, I think I'm going to take back the moderators' I don't role, think there are and, I want, any. and I want to get hellfire, hellfire. I mean, and it's true. I mean, the cops are fleeing Biden because he's been beholden to the to, to the radical left. I mean, it's so funny to see this. I and mean, I know we've discussed this before. How it, we've gone from it's peaceful protests to riots. What riots? To oh my God, there's rioting to, mm-hmm. oh my God, there's rioting because it's it's because of Trump. Mm-hmm. That's not what this is about. They are purposefully allowing these people to run crazy in these cities, mm-hmm. not refusing federal help, and then trying to blame it on the president because, you know, whatever. Yep. It's not true. If, if the, the, Trump just can't go in there mm-hmm. without a request from these, these mayors, and they're not going to give it to him, so... Yeah, and they, we tried it before a, a little bit in Oregon, right, to protect the courthouse, and everyone thought that like the SS had rolled in. Yeah, and then they're like, "Well, if they leave, then you know the peace will break out." Well, the federal agents did leave, and has peace broken out in Portland? No, they're still rioting. Nope. So yeah, and 
Joe Biden also, one of his weakest moments, I think, of the night, denied that Antifa organizations even exist. Yeah, that's, I mean... And let's, let's, let's listen to this that. clip. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left, because this is not a right-wing own, problem. This is a left-wing problem. This is a left-wing problem. White supremacist. Antifa's an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. That's what his FBI, his FBI director said. Well, then, you know what? No, no, we're done, we're done, sir. We're moving on to the next, we're moving on I think the best part was when Trump replied, Antifa is a dangerous radical group. They'll overthrow you. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. And also, FBI Director Chris Ray said that they're real and that they're investigating them. So, yeah, but, you know what? But, I'm but. just saying that's Joe, Joe having a little dementia there. Or, he did say that. However, yeah. Ray also said that we view them more as an ideal than an organization or movement, well, which I totally disagree with. And that, actually, that, yeah. further underlined the idea last night yeah. that. Christopher Ray needs to yeah, go, and, yeah. and that even if, uh, well, you know what I worry about is even if President Trump loses, I was going to say you should fire Ray, but then yeah. it could be even worse. What we get next? Oh, yeah. We could get Sally Yates, so, FBI director. You could get uh, oh, J. Edgar Hoover, J. Edgar, part yeah, two. Yeah, you know? But you also, I mean, you had the remember the fake news Atlantic story? Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which Joe Biden said brought up and was not refuted on whatsoever yeah but then you had president trump call out joe biden for his comment about the military being stupid bastards let's take a listen he said i said something about the military he and his friends made it up and then they went with it i never said it okay that is what he true. did Sir, he you're said, done in this segment he called Mr. the military Mr. Vice stupid President. bastards i, I did he not said it on tape. Uh, he said Mr. stupid Mr. bastards Please, Sir, stop. i would never say I would that play it play it and that was an accurate call out and you said oh yeah. well i didn't say that you know listen to the tape we did listen to the tape yeah. joe yeah you say stupid you know bastards. what let's 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 play that tape right yeah. now one, I'm Mary Jill. And two, I appointed Johnson to the Academy. I just want you to know that. Let's clap for that, Mr. Stupid. <laughs> 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 Seems pretty clear to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, unlike, unlike the fake news Atlantic story, there's yeah. actually a tape of this, so yeah. you can't really refute yeah. it. Well, we got some good snap polls last night. Obviously, the mainstream media polls all said Joe Biden won, which we predicted from the start yeah, would no, be the case anyway. It always, always happens. That's, that's but the way that... what was interesting was Telemundo ran a poll, which yeah. they asked Latinos who they think won the first debate. And in that poll, Trump crushed Biden 66% to 34%. Yeah. Okay? And you know what? I saw an interesting take this morning from one of Breitbart's writers, and she's a Latina. Yeah. And she said – Hispanics debate like this all the time. It's yeah. not considered to be, you know, uncivil. It's just being passionate about yeah. the politics of your country. Yeah, yeah. And you brought up a good point too, that they've seen socialism, they've seen violence in the streets, and they've yeah. seen uprisings in their own countries, yeah. right? Yeah. They don't want it here. No. And for the, and to to get over the hump in the primaries, Biden had to quasi endorse that type of stuff. Yep. Or not denounce it, which in my book is the same thing. Yep. And uh, Miami TV station ran a online poll with I think got over ten thousand respondents, which is uh, like a hundred times more than what CNN took a poll of. Yeah. 
and President Trump won with I think fifty nine percent. Yeah, in Miami Dade. That's a so that's the most populous Democratic county in the state. Mm-hmm. And I like looking at these broad based polls, right? I don't like looking at these two hundred you know people who watch the debate polls that yeah. CBS and CNN put out. A C SPAN Twitter poll last night was two hundred and forty thousand votes. Donald Trump sixty six percent the Ooh. winner. Joe Biden twenty one percent. None of the above ten percent and unsure three percent. Okay. A newsnationnow.com poll showed 60% think Trump won the debate, Biden at 40%. And a breaking 911, the breaking 911 Twitter account, they ran a poll that had over 156,000 votes with 79% saying Trump won. So the media narrative, which we predicted from the start, yeah. is that Joe uh, won. Yeah, Joe you know? won. Yeah, Liberals yeah. won, right? Yeah, he won. But – would they be openly calling as the liberal media for no more debates if he actually had one? Yeah. That's the real yeah. question here. Yeah. Why Why no more? What are you guys and afraid of? The Biden campaign already committed to moving forward with the debates. Yeah. If they truly thought they were up seven points and had won the debate last night. No more. There's no need to debate anymore. He can't walk away. It would no, make him look can't. too weak. Yep. Make him look too it. weak. Can't do it. So that's about it for the debate here. We want to know what you guys think. Email is triggered at townhall.com. We heard from our man Sinks today who think that Trump did a great job last night, and he early voted out in Mississippi for President Trump. So shout out to him, Trump 2020. We just got to keep fighting forward, guys. It's, you know, don't let the media get you down. Keep fighting forward. And always remember that for every one, you know, liberal media talking head, there's millions of silent majority Trump voters out there. And they'll show up to the polls. And if anything, I think last night incensed them to do so more because of the threat that we face. Uh, The other thing that's going on today, the Comey hearing this morning, Comey testifying in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Some interesting tidbits that came out of that. Comey backtracked on the FISA warrant against Carter Page. And he was asked by Chairman Lindsey Graham, knowing then what you know now, would you still have signed the Warren application against Carter Page? Yeah. He yeah. said no. Yeah. So that's interesting. So, yeah. Okay. Like Sally Yates. Yep. Yep. Then uh, Chairman Graham revealed a, a regretful letter from the attorney who prepared the Carter Page warrants. And he says that uh, had she, he or she been aware of the significant errors and omissions in, identified by the inspector general – they never would have put that through. Yeah. So the whole Russia collusion hoax is a myth. Was a hoax. Yeah. I mean, once again, it's exposed as a myth. And then the, the another thing that was interesting after that was was you know, first of all, Comey had no opening remarks, so we got right to the questions, mm-hmm. which is nice. So that, that saved us like twenty minutes of time. He does this guy not know what was going on in his department through uh, the twenty sixteen election? Because there's a lot of I know nothing. Mm-hmm. going on oh i don't remember i don't recall not to my attention <laughs> yeah yeah um well and he also a lot of times said i re- i disagree with the predicate of your yeah an, you know your analysis yeah. or your preamble yeah i'm not like, responding to the preamble I'm he like, is oh, such a sanctimonious God. slimy piece of shit yeah. and he's pretty much universally loathed at this point because yeah. the democrats think he cost hillary the election yeah. and then and the republicans know what he did yeah and also we're well initially we were pissed that he didn't that, that we did that he didn't charge hillary yeah remember after yeah. that lengthy press conference in which he basically indicted her from his hand in classified he laid out the whole case he's like actually but Never actually, mind. we're not going to do that. Yeah. Yep. Which pissed off Loretta Lynch, and that's what actually got him fired. 
And there is so much more to come on Crossfire Hurricane. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we keep saying it, we keep saying it, and, and Durham is still working. There's a reason that there hasn't been any leaks. There's yeah. a reason that there hasn't been anything to come out yet. Because each time they think that they've reached the end, they keep peeling back the layers of the onion. Yeah. They get new people cooperating. Yeah. They get new information. They find new documents that this, were supposedly this destroyed. This thing has spilled into the Clinton Foundation. Remember that, folks? Yes. The slush That's fund. huge. The slush fund is now being – is a part of this. And we have, you know, d- a director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe, is mm-hmm. is uh, releasing new uh, documents every day. Um, Katie and I wrote about it. Uh, apparently, Hillary commissioned. Yeah, yeah. Apparently this Hillary, came out yesterday, actually, after we recorded yeah, it. I yeah, forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. I forgot to put that on the list. Yeah. Hillary was the one who came up with yep. the whole idea of the Russian collusion yeah. hoax. Because she needed a distraction from her email fiasco. And apparently CIA Director John Brennan briefed Obama about it. Yep. So, but they all know nothing. Yeah. Right? They know nothing. Of course, everyone in the Clinton orbit, everyone on the campaign, former campaign, is denying it. But uh-huh. uh, we know, we'll see what happens. I don't know. John Brennan, again, the same slimy people. Who are involved in this whole thing are a part of this too. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact that John Brennan is not uh, has has been relatively untouched in all this is uh, interesting. I think the yeah. CIA was involved in some crossfire hurricane. Shit. Oh, for sure, for sure. There's no doubt. No about doubt that. about that. Azra Turk, who was sent over there to you know to run the whole operation against Papadopoulos and, and you know company uh, with uh, Stefan Halper and all the other mm-hmm. informants. I think you know, Papadopoulos, remember she was like, yeah, this is a good New York Times story that lays the whole thing out. Except I don't think Azra Turk, whoever her name is, yeah. was FBI. I think she was CIA. So Well, shout out to actually Judge Sullivan because yeah. if he hadn't been such a piece of shit with yeah. uh, insisting on this Flynn case, some of these documents would have even actually come out. They would have gone away, yeah. Yeah. So uh, shout out to him there. Yeah. The DOJ is still pushing to dismiss that charge. Yeah. But oh, the- yeah. That, that, that hearing actually was yesterday. Yeah. That's another thing that guy. I heard it was terrible. Yeah, it was. Going back to, uh, you know what I would love if Trump gets a second term is to appoint Flynn and Grinnell and Sidney Powell together on a commission to reform the entire intelligence committee and FBI. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? But I all, uh, to circle back to the Brennan thing real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember how we heard that Brennan was not the target? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that he, there was going to be no interview. Yeah, no interview. And then no. overnight it changed mm. and he was interviewed. Yeah. That seems interesting yeah. to me. You know, there's p- things you could piece together here. And there's also uh, a former Fox News reporter, Adam Housley, who's been following this whole thing from the start and has done great reporting on it, says that he thinks there's going to be major, major disruption in all oh, wow. of this. Wow. He thinks that not only is it just on the liberal side here, that there was also conservatives that colluded here. There were never oh, Trump for forces sure, behind for the sure. scenes that were taking part in all yeah. of this. You had people that were feeding Russian disinformation to out media outlets. I mean, the whole thing is just one big corrupt ball of shit. And he also thinks that this investigation gives zero shits about the uh, interfering with elections uh, mandate or policy yeah. or rule. He thinks that if they finish, you know, mid-October, then Go it's all it. going to come out. Yeah. He thinks there's already sealed indictments. Ooh. He thinks the whole thing is already almost, you know, right there. Yeah. But that could be the October surprise. All right. So who knows? Who yeah. knows, right? It's all just speculation. Stay tuned. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Stay, Stay tuned. Stay tuned. 
Uh, a story coming out of California here that I thought we needed to highlight because it's very important. You know, we're both free, free speech extremists here. Yes. Well, free speech is under assault, and particularly that of Trump supporters and conservatives in this country. Uh, a student at Calusa High School in California was threatened to be kicked out of a virtual classroom for having a Trump 2020 flag on his bedroom wall. The student's chemistry teacher gave him an ultimatum, move his camera or take down the flag. He had 15 seconds to make a decision before he would be kicked out of class. Well, he made the decision. He waved goodbye and hung up on the video call. According to the parent, they're, they're going to the school board now to clarify the code of conduct. But the school's code of conduct dress code prevents students from wearing clothing that promotes alcohol, tobacco, drug symbols, sexual messages, etc., obscene, profane, but there isn't anything about the in the document about politics, elections, or political campaigns. Mm-hmm. So you have here a public school in a public school district in California funded by taxpayer dollars actively suppressing the free speech of a conservative Trump supporter. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's California. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be that surprising. shouldn't be surprising. But, yeah, but it's still terrible. It's still, right. it's still awful. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And you, you want to know what this is? The reason I put this in here yeah. is because this is what we face – as conservatives every day as well not only that but we face this as conservatives as conservative media mm-hmm. and just generally non-radical liberals in this country should we lose this election yeah because i am a hundred percent sure that if we lose the election to these radical liberals they not only is that going to embolden these tech companies that have way too much control to go after the conservatives in this country yeah but you're going to see a genuine sustained assault on free speech in this country so that if you don't conform to the, you know, the consensus view here of the left, you'll be persecuted. Yeah. Agreed. That's what I worry about. Yeah. And it's really something that's concerning me. So we'll keep an eye on that for you guys, of course. Uh, Last but not least, I wanted to talk about this because I know we feel strongly about this. Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. In Kenosha, Wisconsin. I feel very strongly that his case was a self-defense Case? Well, I, I've seen the video. The video, the yes. The video is yes. incontrovertible. It was self-defense. Nonetheless, he continues to sit in jail. Yeah. However, last night, Joe Biden, and today on Twitter, has slandered Kyle Rittenhouse as a white supremacist, when in fact, the opposite is true. Kyle Rittenhouse was in Kenosha to help the community. Yeah. Not only to clean up graffiti and clean up trash and clean up burned buildings, yeah. but to help protect private property yeah. that night. Because you could argue over whether yeah. a 17-year-old should have been crossing state lines with a rifle. Yeah. You could argue over yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the situation itself indicates that it was self-defense. Yes. And so, the police weren't doing anything. This is what happens. Right. You know, for, you know, for all these people – listen, if you don't want these situations to happen, have, have the police deal with this. Yep. Uh, but you have these Democrat mayors who don't want the police to do anything. You have these Democrat mayors firing police chiefs like crazy. You have these Democrat mayors spitting on police, cutting their overtime pay, and not in uh, not allowing them to enforce the law. Mm-hmm. This is what happens. When they can't do it, armed citizenry should. I agree. Totally should. agree. Totally agree. So you know what? It's an unfortunate situation. It's not like the two people that he killed in self-defense were you know angels. They were actually pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe one of them was a rapist, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. A child rapist or something mm-hmm. He was like a pedophile. That? Yeah. A pedophile. Yeah. One was a pedophile. Sorry, I don't cry over spilled pedophiles. Nope, me either. Go, burn in hell. Blow him away. Yeah, totally blow him away. <laughs> and in this, in, this, in this instance, he tried to kill him. So mm-hmm. – uh, and, and there was a violent assault in him. So you know what? They got shot. 
boohoo. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, it was take out the trash day. And I think uh, free Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, I totally free agree. Him. Free him. And uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse legal defense team, uh, which full disclosure includes Marina Medvin, which is a uh, friend of ours and yes. a senior columnist at townhall.com. Uh, she released a statement this morning saying that uh, basically they are threatening legal action for defamation against Joe Biden because of his allegation that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist. And, you know, I think that uh, they, they basically said they can retract and apologize or they can see us in court. It's their choice. Uh, and that trial, I believe, is going to be coming up somewhat soon. Interestingly enough, there were rumblings that some announcement may be occurring in Kenosha related to the Jacob Blake case. Yeah. That hasn't materialized as of no, yet. No. Um, but it is only Wednesday, yeah. so we'll see what happens with he that. He has racked up quite the legal team. I think Rittenhouse? Be, yes. Yeah. I think he'll yeah. be successful. Oh, I, I agree. It, I think it's a very clear case, yeah. and you have all the video, yeah. right? The video, yeah. you know, if the video Tucker, didn't exist. Tucker, went, Tucker did color commentary, like, yeah. frame by frame. Yeah, if the video didn't exist, he would get railroaded oh, for sure. Absolutely. But thank God there is video yeah. of that. Um, so that's going to wrap it up for our show today. Of course, we love you all, so give us your five-star ratings and reviews. Email us, triggered at townhall.com. Let us know whatever you want us to talk about. We love hearing from all of our fans out there. And uh, we will be back here tomorrow for our normally scheduled episode of Triggered on Thursday. And we'll, I'm sure, have a lot to talk about uh, the news cycle that never, never, never ends. ends. Never ends. <laughs> Which, for our business, is oh, good. Oh, it's great. But I could tell you I'm, I'm a little tired. Yeah, I'm a little tired, but let me tell you something. Got to keep fighting. Got to keep fighting, and uh, the stakes I'm are saying, too high. I'm, I'm just saying, if 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 we want another boatload of money, man, we got you know Stephen Breyer. If he were to drop dead tomorrow, oh my, oh my god. god, we could fill the fucking Titanic <laughs> with right, that fucking right. money, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do two right now. We can't do two. We're already short on the time when We can't do two. But let me tell you, if we get a second term, Woo! it's going to be six justices yes. that Trump has. So it'll be the Trump court instead of the Supreme Court. <laughs> Alrighty, we'll see you guys all tomorrow, and we'll. Uh, uh, we'll talk to you later. Later.